Welcome to your Active's Digital Brief podcast, where we bring you the most relevant digital and tech story of the week in the world of EU politics and policy. For a full breakdown of all the most important stories over the past seven days in this patch, sign up to my free newsletter or take a look at it online at youractive.com. My name is Samuel Stolton, and this is your Active's Digital Brief podcast. How could we start anywhere else this week other than focusing in on the Schrems II ruling yesterday at the European Court of Justice? And yes, the EU-US Privacy Shield Agreement that attempts to guarantee the secure transmission of EU data to the United States has been declared invalid by the European Court of Justice in a ruling that will provoke major disruption to transatlantic data flows. The ruling by Europe's highest court on Thursday found that the scope and pervasiveness of the US surveillance framework does not allow for a sufficient degree of protection for European data, putting it at a risk that would violate rights afforded to citizens under the EU's General Data Protection Regulation. Precisely, this is what the court had to say on Thursday. Data subjects whose personal data are transferred to a third country pursuant to standard data protection clauses are afforded a level of protection essentially equivalent to that guaranteed within the European Union by that regulation, read in the light of the Charter of Fundamental Rights of the European Union. Now yesterday I was interested in pressing the Commission for their reaction to the ruling, particularly I wanted to know what stopgaps really the Commission had been considering should the Privacy Shield have been invalidated. Of course it was. Uh, A couple of weeks ago you may recall actually your active reported that Commissioner for Justice Didier Reinders told MEPs recently that the Commission was preparing for the eventuality that the Privacy Shield agreement could be annulled. Indeed it was. I wanted to know exactly what the Commission had been working on behind the scenes should this happen and what the next steps were. And with the Vice President for Values and Transparency, Vera Yurova, I wanted to know her thoughts subsequent to the ruling on the US surveillance framework and whether European data could ever be guaranteed as safe as secure in a country with surveillance laws as expansive and pervasive as the United States. Commissioner Reinders, you recently told MEPs that the Commission had been conducting preparatory work should the ECJ invalidate the Privacy Shield. Uh, What did the preparatory work involve and concretely what will the next steps be in forging a new EU-US agreement? And Commissioner Eurova, do you now concur with the ECJ that the US surveillance regime does not provide a safe environment for EU personal data? And if so, would you like to see a reform of US surveillance law. Thank you. Well, first of all, about uh, the question in the, about the preparatory works, we have discussed uh, different elements. First, I've said we are working on all sides at the European level. 
uh, on the modernization of the standard contractual clauses. That is a, a normal process, and of course we'll continue uh, to modernize the clauses, and we'll do that, of course, in the light of the, the, the last judgment of the uh, ECG. It's normal to do that. That's the first work in the modernization of all the instruments that we have, all the tools that we have in our toolbox, and certainly the uh, standard contractual clauses. About the Privacy Shield, where I've said that we have started in some weeks and months to discuss with the U.S. about the way to improve uh, the uh, effectiveness of the uh, Privacy Shield and the measures taken in the U.S. to have the same kind of uh, protection for the personal data than at the EU level, because it was said by the Vice President. Uh, we have had three uh, revisions, again, uh, since uh, the beginning of the process about the Privacy Shield. And so... The way forward on that part will be uh, to engage negotiations with our U.S. counterpart. And uh, we have uh, decided with uh, the Secretary of Trade, uh, Wilburn Ross, of the fact that we will have tomorrow again uh, a direct bilateral contact. And, of course, we will uh, engage to see what are the requirements from the judgment and what are the possibilities to adapt our system, but you understand that we will uh, have some time maybe to, to read uh, the judgment and to go in detail about that. But So there are two ways, the continuing process and the ongoing process on the modernization of our tools and certainly the contractual standard clauses, and on the other on the other hand, of course, the negotiations that we have prepared with the U.S. about the, the way forward to a better protection than uh, the uh, privacy shield, because we have seen the reaction of the court today. Yeah, thank you very much for, for the question. Uh, well, uh, we have never uh, hidden that we would like to see more convergence. Also, uh, as it com when it comes to the American uh, legal framework uh, uh, on the data protection, and we have I, have, I have personally repeated many times that we would like to see uh, on American side uh, the federal law on data protection, which would be equivalent or very similar to the GDPR, which would uh, which would stipulate. Uh, equivalent uh, and strong uh, safeguards for the protection of private data of, of the citizens. So we have uh, also actively lobbied, uh, for instance, for changing in the FISA law or uh, uh, in, in some, some other items of uh, the American laws, but we cannot do the magic and change the, the American laws from Europe. It's uh, for the American partners to <clears throat> reflect on that. Now, on the subject of standard contractual clauses, which are individual agreements that facilitate the global transmission of EU data, the court said on Thursday that such agreements, should they come into conflict with EU fundamental privacy rights, must be invalidated at the discretion of national data protection authorities. Here's what the court had to say. The competent supervisory authority is required to suspend or prohibit a transfer of data to a third country pursuant to standard data protection clauses adopted by the Commission if, in the view of that supervisory authority and in the light of all the circumstances of that transfer, those clauses are not or cannot be complied with in that third country. Well, where do we go from here? The concern amongst privacy activists is that we're just going to get another rehashing of the safe harbour agreement in terms of another EU-US data transfer 
agreement that is still as inadequate and as insufficient as the first framework was, uh, what we know for certain is that the Commission is in talks with the US Secretary of State for Commerce, Wilbur Ross, and a new agreement will have to be made sometime soon. It's unclear at the moment whether there's going to be any sort of a cooling-off period or a bridging period that would allow certain data transfers to continue, legally at least. But a new framework must be agreed in the short term for the long term. And we'll have to wait and see what the outcome is on those talks between Didier Reinders and Wilbur Ross. But for the time being, that's all we've got time for now as part of this week's Euractiv's Digital Brief podcast. Keep an eye on our website for more information on the ongoing EU-US negotiations for a new Privacy Shield Agreement. And please remember that online with us you can get a comprehensive breakdown of all the tech stories in the EU politics and policy domain with my free Digital Brief newsletter. You can sign up online today. I've been Samuel Stolton, and thank you for listening. Thank you.